0: Greetings once again fellow podcast listeners to another episode of the now infamously known podcast series in the known universe. Have you seen it? If you're a first time listener or back again to become best movie buff ever, all are welcomed in my special realm of cinema. To get you catched up new peeps, here's the dish. I go through a film, break it down into tiny pieces, and give you some light film analysis along the way. As well as help you make informed choices in your film-watching journey. As well as help you continue to grow in your movie buff power. Unlimited power. Ha 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 My bad, folks. I love quoting Emperor Palpatine from Star Wars because it's amazing. And I can never get tired of it. Even though some of the interns on the team have never seen it and brings me to tears. Why, April? Why do you make me sad? Because I have to live in a world where you haven't seen Star Wars. Uh, I digress, and I need to stay focused to talk about today's episode or I need to change the podcast title to Alex's Soapbox. (laughs) Anyways, it was National Movie Theater Day when I watched this film and it was entertaining. It was a sudden surprise for me, to be honest, folks. I had no expectations for this film and presumed it was a romantic film based on how they promoted that on social media. I'm talking about the film Where the Crawdads Sing. So get your overalls, straw hats, and wind boats. Hope that's the term with the boats with the big fans. Fan boats, wind boats. You get the mental picture. I am projecting into your mind. This time, folks, because we're going on a word journey to the American South. Let's go, shall we? Where the Crawdad Sings takes place in the late 60s in the marshlands of North Carolina. The protagonist of the story is a young adult named Kaya. grows up alone in a small country home in the marshlands and becomes the social outcast of the town. When a handsome young man gets killed, the town uses her as a scapegoat and puts her on trial for the murder of said boy. Becomes the town pariah. Then through creative means you find out more about Kaya's troubled past, the few people who came to know her personally, and also other randos referring to her as the marsh girl. You may be asking yourself, Alex, does this film is another by-the-numbers courtroom drama? To answer that question, it is not. The present-day-slash-courtroom scenes only take place maybe less than a third of the film's running time. So if you're looking for some fun courtroom dramas, I recommend A Few Good Men, Legally Blonde, and Philadelphia. All of those are solid courtroom dramas and, and or comedies ranging in tone and subject matter. You will get your fix for that genre there, but not here. Not here. We'll cover these films in a future episode, maybe? Sure, just not this episode. We can always do a fun compare and contrast episode because everyone likes to hear that instead of writing them for essays in college. Am I right, people? Getting college PTSD flashbacks for essays. Sorry, folks. So always check them ahead of time because some folks are not ready for the subject matter portrayed in these or any films. Just keeping that core pillar of keeping listeners help make informed choices in their film watching journey. Where was I? Oh yes, the narrative flow of the film! This film has great non-narrative structure compared to Forrest Gump, where you get to experience Kaya's life in past tense, coming often referring back to the present and back to the past again through different milestones of her life, and also seeing the social norms of the time period, which I thought is a treat. Kaya has many layers to her personality and has a tough upbringing while having an abusive relationship with her father and learning to provide for herself. Probably the two factors that got me more emotionally invested in this film in recent memories than other films is how interesting she is and through those amazing landscape shots of the marshland. This shows a huge love of nature Kaya has and one of the few constants in her life growing up in such a harsh world bring her comfort during those hard times. Plus, she is quite smart and a budding zoologist or biologist, whatever fits the bill. She loves the marshlands more than people and the town itself. I do not blame her. And that sounds really nice nowadays, but that's my two cents. So her personality and interests remind me of my times backpacking through parts of the Pacific North and Southwest during my summers of high school. But I'll save that story for another time. And let's focus on the movie, shall we? We are good? Good! Just easily distracted today. It's just one of those Fridays, folks. Anyways, this film has many twists and turns and very non-linear narrative. Don't worry, guys. Not providing any spoilers for this film. In this episode, at least. So overall, this film shines through its character depth, grounded story, relatable themes of identity, loss, and finding a place in an ever-changing world. So, will Kaya be found guilty of murder? Who is the handsome man that lies dead? Will we see where the crawdads sing? You need to watch the film to find out. So I would give this film a watch. All right, let's give you some of those important details before we hit the segment section of today's episode. I know, sometimes boring, but it will help you, the viewer, in making informed choices in your film-watching journey. This film is rated PG-13 with swearing, violence, and depictions of sexual content and sexual assault so teens and up should be okay in watching this film. But regardless of rating, if these depictions would cause you any discomfort, I would not recommend seeing this film for your well-being's sakes. Awesome. At the time of this recording, this film is currently still in theaters, but it will likely land on most digital platforms where you can stream, rent, or buy films online. Or if the gators took down your startling satellite internet that you got from Daddy Elon, You can always go to the old-fashioned way, get a hard copy of it on DVD or Blu-ray. Okay, clearly one of the Gen Z interns got a hold of my copy of my script digitally from the cloud and made some rewrites. So we'll just roll with it and keep it 100 to be entertaining to the other demographics. Ugh, my stomach is turning after reading that last couple of sentences never again. Now that part of the show is over with, let's go to our segment section of the show that everyone has grown to love. This week's filmology term is drones. Somewhat new in the film industry scene over the last few years, they are remote-controlling flying devices, referred to as drones, obviously, to help capture things that are normally hard to capture on footage, outside of fancy rigs or recreated in CGI. Before drones existed, they duct taped poor interns to the bottom of helicopters with cameras to get those sweet sky shots. I Just imagine just holdings like, I got the shot, please let me back in, Ah! I kid. They use helicopters and other means to replicate shots that drones can usually obtain easily nowadays. These miracles in the sky come in different shapes and sizes. Able to get amazing natural landscapes, high-speed chases, and movement, and more. I really love them myself, and I use my personal drone to do landscape photography when I'm not screaming into this microphone talking to people. I don't know. It's super lit. Ugh, more jokes to this. Please no more. I can't take it. Please. <laughs> Ugh. Okay, let's take our wind votes up the next bend to our next segment called Fun Facts where we share some interesting info about the making of or around the film itself. This segment is to further cement our promise to help you grow in your movie buff power. So here's some fun facts about today's film. The film is an adaptation from the novel of the same name. The author of the book version of the movie, Delena Owens, can be seen in the background in the courtroom scenes, like where in the middle of the room where the public people just... Sit there and enjoy the free drama. Yeah, she's there. I don't know what she looks like, but she's there. Just Google image her. You'll find her. This film had an interesting release schedule for theaters. It was posted for a release originally at mid-June of this year, but delayed to late July the next month instead, and then moved back up another week into early July, finally. What is going on with that? The producer was stressing out the whole time. Lastly, famous artist Taylor Swift wrote and performed one of the film's original songs, Carolina, for the film. All right, let's jump across the creek and go to our next segment and new one, because the interns keep pitching me segment ideas, and I eventually cave under their collective pressure. This new segment is called Vibe Check, where we give a couple titles of films that give off certain vibes or passes the Vibe Check. If you like this film, you would probably enjoy Gone Girl, Forrest Gump, and Knives Out. Personally, this film was oozing Forrest Gump vibes to me the whole time. Maybe it's the setting or the story overall. But either way, those are some recommendations to you. Let's bring this windboat ashore and go home with our last segment of today's episode called Is It a Reboot? Where we help confused or amateur movie buffs if this film we just reviewed is a reboot or a spinoff from something else. Which nowadays is hard to figure out. To make this super short, it's not a reboot. This is an adaptation from a popular novel from 2018. As previously mentioned, so original content fam. Ugh, no more Gen Z jokes. Don't touch my scripts in the cloud, Alice. Yes, I know what the cloud is. I was born in 93, not 63. There is a huge difference. Not cool. Okay, the interns keep me on my toes, so good on them, and it's fine. Anyways, we got to end this episode sometime. Seriously, we did four segments in one city. We're breaking records here on this podcast, and you should be excited for more content. We made this for you. You. Okay, I gotta go. The interns invited me to the dog park next door to the recording studio to... What does this say? Wash their corgis, enjoy their afternoon zoomies. What the heck do zoomies mean in this context? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Run around. Start with that, jeez. So confusing. But sounds fun. I'm in. Anyways, hope you guys had a good time. Give this film a watch or not. I ain't your mama. Now you can ask your friends this question. Have you seen where the crawdads sang?